Welcome to the Bot Canon, where we take the first 100 words of a piece of classic human literature and give it to an AI to complete to see if they can improve upon it. Today, we're reading The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. We slept in what once had been the gymnasium. The floor was of varnished wood, with stripes and circles painted on it for the games that were formerly played there. The hoops for the basketball nets were still in place, though the nets were gone. A balcony ran around the room for the spectators, and I thought I could smell faintly like an afterimage the pungent scent of sweat, shot through with the sweet taint of chewing gum and perfume from the watching girls, felt skirted as I knew from pictures, later in mini skirts, then pants, then in one earring, spiky, then in one bra, one bow, no visible panty line. I'll take the floor, I said. You take the bed, said Bill. I'll take the floor. There was only one bed in the gymnasium, and I acquiesced and curled up in it. Bill put a pile of blankets on the floor and stretched out on them, his back to the wall. I could hear him softly snoring. You know, I said, it frightens me being here. Why? Because you know what happens to women in this part of the country. They have no rights and they're forced to bear children against their will. I'll bear your children, Bill said. You'll eat our children. They'd be better for it. They'd be vampires. And they'd be my children. I rolled over and snuggled up to Bill. I'm afraid. Of course you are. I just said I'm going to eat our children and turn them into vampires, Bill chuckled. What's there to be afraid of? I'm afraid, I repeated. Yes, but just because I'm a vampire, it doesn't mean I'm going to eat you. Why not? Because I'm in love with you. I wouldn't eat you. I wish you wouldn't. Suddenly the door to the gymnasium opened, and a woman walked in wearing a long red cloak and a bonnet. She was carrying a large bundle in her arms, wrapped in brown paper. Oh God, I gurgled. It's my mother. Bill turned his head to look. "'So?' he said. "'Oh, my God,' I said. "'She's here after all.' I got up and approached her slowly, not wanting to scare her off. "'Mother,' I said. "'You're here. You've come for me. What can I do for you?' She stared at me wide-eyed. "'What?' I said. "'You're not my mother,' she said, and marched briskly out of the room. "'No, you're mine,' I tried to explain, running after her. "'I'm your daughter.' "'Yeah,' she said. "'You must be. I've been looking all over for you. "'My pretty little daughter, and now I've found you.' She opened the bundle she was carrying and upended it. Out of it fell a blonde-haired, blue-eyed doll. My baby, she said. That's not a baby, it's a doll. It's not even mine. Sure it is. It's a little girl. I've got a little girl. No, you don't. I began to panic. Years of living in this society had clearly altered my mother. I had to get her out of here before she started trying to turn Bill into a dinner dish. Look, I said, why don't you and I go downstairs and I'll make you some tea. We'll drink some tea and relax. I don't want tea, she said, reaching for the doll. Get away from me, or I'll call the commander. Do it, I said, backing away. He's married now. He can't marry you. Then I'll call Terry, she said, grabbing for the doll. Terry's married, too. Her eyes widened. Is everyone married but me? No, I said. Just you. Oh, dear, she said. How terribly lonely. How terribly, terribly lonely. She reached for the doll again. Don't touch her, I said. At that moment, Bill came around one corner while an imposing figure, the commander, I suppose, came around another. "'What do you think you're doing?' he said to my mother. "'Well,' she said, "'I'm going to eat this little girl.' "'No, you're not,' said Bill. "'Yes, I am,' said my mother. And she bit into the doll and started chewing it and growled. "'Don't do that,' said the commander. "'She's mine,' said my mother, her mouth full. "'No, she's not,' said Bill, and he grabbed my mother by the shoulders and shook her. I turned to the commander and yelled, "'Look what you've done to her!' He coldly responded, women are better off dead, and stomped away. He's right, though, I said. Shut up, said Bill. Then he turned back to my mother, picked her up by the scruff of the neck, and tossed her out the doorway. She bit me, he said, showing me the red mark on his arm. Well, she certainly was hungry, I said. 
I wish I'd been able to bring her some real food. I don't know how much the commander allows her to eat now that she's past childbearing age. Stop calling her your mother, Bill said. I sighed. But she's come a long way, and she must be pretty hungry by now. Don't call her that, said Bill. Fine, I said. What would you rather I call her? Just a handmaid? Stop calling her, said Bill. All right, I said. How about the widow, or the dame, or the old bag? Any of those sound good? No, said Bill. I'd had enough. I'm going to rescue my mother and all the other handmaids, and there's nothing you can do about it, I said. I don't care what your husband or Terry or the commander says. Good luck, said Bill. I marched out of the building, through the square, and over to the handmaid's dormitory. Handmaids, I said. They all looked up at me, eyes widened at my strange attire. It is I, your savior, I yelled. I have come to free you from the tyranny of the commander. You have come to save us, said one. Yes, I said. I have come to liberate you. But how? I pointed toward the open door. I have a way out. And you have food, said one. Yes, I said. I have brought food. We will eat, said one. And we will leave, said another. And we will never return, said another. All the handmaids began to cheer and gather their things, and they followed me out of the door and back through the gymnasium to the secret tunnel. You have food for us, said one. Yes, I said. I have food and I have your freedom. Now hurry, you must escape before Terry comes back. We will escape, said one of the handmaids. And all forty of us began to crawl through the secret tunnel. On the other side was freedom. The handmaids followed each one out, and then the first one called out, And now we run! We all ran. And everybody lived happily ever after. Except my mother, that is. I never did find her again. I wonder what happened to her. If you would like to suggest a book or be a guest reader on the podcast, please email us at thebotcanon at gmail.com. <laughs>